Is social distancing keeping you from a nail salon? Well, don't worry. Sexy Boss Babe has you covered. Introducing Quick Nails, the do-it-yourself salon manicure in five minutes. They last seven to ten days, are cruelty-free, vegan, recyclable, reusable, and every purchase supports foster youth and sex trafficking survivors. You can look good and change the world. Visit SexyBossBabe.com to get a box today. Create a free account to get VIP pricing and benefits. She's a one-woman financial advice powerhouse with 10 New York Times bestsellers and winner of two Emmys for her TV show on CNBC. We are proud to say the Sexy Boss Babe podcast is loved and listened to by Susie Orman, the world's number one expert on personal finance. Learn about investing in financial success directly from Susie on her podcast, Women and Money and the Men Smart Enough to Listen, available now on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most platforms. Hi, everyone. This is Arzo, and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe Podcast. Today's topic is on emotional pain and traumas. And of course, this is going to be from the perspective of me as a human being going through some of these things, how I've dealt with them, and some tips on what I've done to overcome some things. Uh, It's definitely not from the perspective of a doctor or a psychologist or a therapist. So if anybody is experiencing their own forms of emotional pain or traumas, please, of course, uh, talk to your own doctor or therapist for official advice and information. Uh, But I do think some of the things that I'll share with you today will be helpful. And before I dig into the topic, um, just a quick little announcement. I've been sharing this with you guys that we are launching our first grassroots community campaign to donate 700 meals to transition age foster youth and possibly give a thousand dollar donation rescuing women out of sex trafficking. We are looking for volunteers to help us in this effort. And we're lacing you up and giving you lots of swag for this. So there's gonna be gifts and prizes for everybody. All volunteers are getting a Sexy Boss Babe t-shirt, a box of quick nails, and everyone on the winning team is going to get beauty bags filled with makeup, nails. The winning team leader will also receive an authentic deluxe size coach brand wristlet, and one individual winner will receive an authentic coach brand uh, full-size crossbody bag. So much to give, uh, so much to do, and for the people that are going to support us through this, we're gonna have extra gifts, so just lots of lots of fun. We had our first round of volunteers and team leaders join us today for our uh, Q&A and general overview. It went really well. I'm so excited that this is actually happening. So it's kind of cool when you work hard for something and uh, you know they say build it and they'll come and I kind of seeing that happening. So it's an exciting time in the development and growth of Sexy Boss Babe, and it's because of you ladies. So thank you so much. I'm in gratitude to you, and I'm so excited to see how things uh, turn out. So I'll keep you guys posted. And uh, so let's go ahead and dive into today's topic about emotional pain and trauma. And I'll tell you, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, this topic was inspired by something I just went through. Um, You know, there's... there you know, I'm somebody that has worked on um, inner healing for quite some time in in different ways. I think inner healing is is a lifelong journey and anyone that's interested in pursuing it 
get ready. <laughs> it's definitely a bumpy ride. And I think sometimes people think that the the spiritual journey or the healing journey is just all uh, rainbows and butterflies. And it's definitely not that. It's, it's a lot of um, addressing some of our, you know, childhood pains and triggers and traumas and learning to face some of those things, process those emotions, learning coping, healthy coping mechanisms. I think a lot of us have coping mechanisms. Oftentimes they're not very healthy. So it's, you know, figuring out a way to address those things, find them and uh, switching out some of the uh, maybe negative or harmful coping mechanisms with better ones. And uh, so today... I kind of felt a betrayal from somebody close to my heart. And what I realized is is that this wasn't the first time I've experienced a betrayal from this person. It's happened multiple times over the years. And I keep giving this person kind of a free pass. And sometimes they ask for forgiveness and sometimes they don't. And it's one of those people where I know that um, uh, I should have stronger boundaries and I get mad at myself that why don't I have stronger boundaries with this particular person. And through doing a lot of work, you know, you you realize you're a work in progress. You just are. Uh, That's what we are as as humans. Um, Those of us that are, you know, have decided to take on the healing journey um, you know, are we ever going to be fully healed? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and that's why, you know, I always talk about in different episodes, just to have patient with ourselves, um, because we're not perfect. We have shortcomings and I have, my boundary game has gotten so good, but it doesn't mean it's perfect. And it doesn't mean that sometimes people slide through the cracks and, um, some people, there are triggers or there are other kinds of deeper reasons why they slip through the cracks. Sometimes the relationships mimic other relationships, other problematic relationships. Um, you know, maybe a, a, a relationship that you had with a mother or a father or a sibling or some other relationship that uh, might have some trauma associated to it. And so sometimes we mimic those relationships in other forms with other people and we don't even realize it so those are things that um, can come up and so for me that's something that did come up and this particular person it's something that I feel like I was not feel like I know I was aware of it I've, I've been very clearly aware of it and it's it's like you know at what point am I going to really truly set this boundary at what point am I going to be over you know, giving forgiveness. And some of it comes from being a person that's uh, forgiving and compassionate and, you know, uh, understanding. And, you know, we've talked about this in the people pleasing episode and the self-awareness episode, (laughs) the 14th or the uh, challenges female entrepreneurs face and everything. And I consider myself a pretty strong woman. I consider myself someone that you know, doesn't let myself be taken advantage of, at least at this juncture of my life, uh, wasn't necessarily the case in, in the earlier part of my life. Um, but there's still cleanups, you know, there's, there's still some areas that, that need to be, um, that need to be worked on. Right. 
So for me, this is definitely, this is definitely a relationship that, that uh, really has needed to go for a long time. And it really, I just, I couldn't, there's something that just kept pulling me, um, you know, and I can make a million excuses as to why. Uh, so, you know, uh, you guys are, I'm sure <laughs> can come up with some, some ideas on your own. <laughs> we all make up excuses for things that we don't want to stop. Um, I, I think that's, you know, also part of human nature. And so uh, I think in this case, there's another long-standing relationship in my life that I didn't realize how dysfunctional it was. And, you know, sometimes we're, we're, we're in these dysfunctional relationships and a lot of times it's with family members or someone that's a really important person in our life and our love blinds us or the dysfunction itself blinds us. We, we were, we kind of become a, a, a victim of the or a, um, a player in the theatrical role of what that dysfunction is. And everyone kind of gets cast into a role. Um, and we buy into that role. Uh, so once I realized that, wait a minute, I'm in a play. <laughs> um, and looking at it from that perspective, kind of realizing, whoa, wait a minute, something is going on here. And wait a minute, I'm someone that's been working on inner healing and all of these things. And I'm in a situation where this is very toxic. And I didn't even realize it was toxic because I thought I was somebody that's at fault in this situation. And so all of a sudden, a lot of the healing work that I've done over the years, I've realized, wait a minute, this isn't my issue. This is that person's issue. And they've cast me into a role. And I've been playing this kind of like a little part. And once I was able to see it from that perspective, I mean, I had to make a choice. Do I want to, if, if I'm going to continue having a relationship with this person, I need to play the role. If I change my role, it changes the dynamic. And a lot of times the other person or the producer of the play <laughs> doesn't want to change the dynamic. And so you have to make a choice if you're going to continue participating in this play or if you're going to walk out and I made the very difficult decision of walking out and when I say I made the dis difficult decision of walking out it it was painful because I one I had never and I'm being symbolic so I, I, I hope you guys are you know following along I didn't realize it was a role I thought that is part of who I was I didn't realize it was a theatrical play and so once I started kind of realizing those things and I realized the quote-unquote producer's role in it um, I felt hurt I felt pain I felt sadness I felt sorry for that person that they're so entrenched in this that they don't even see what's going on um, I felt thankful that I, I might be 40 years old <laughs> just figuring it out, but at least I figured it out before, you know, the rest of my life went, you know, passed me by. And, uh, you know, one thing that we talked about in last week's episode on, on people pleasing and, uh, or 
that episode. And then I've mentioned to you guys that we meet to have a group discussion on Clubhouse every week with other women, uh, female entrepreneurs, and uh, just really great, strong women, other podcasters, and um, women just strong, opinionated to have discussion on these types of topics. And when we discuss the people-pleasing episode, one of the moderators, Amanda, uh, she brought up the fact that her mom was going through uh, deciding to set stronger boundaries and stop the people-pleasing with some people in her life, some close people in her life. And what ended up happening is the people that she started to set a boundary with didn't like it. And they kind of kicked Amanda's mom out of their life. And when we had this discussion, and then we moved the discussion, by the way, to uh, our Instagram Live. We go jump on Instagram Live, and we we invite the audience to come and have a face-to-face discussion with us. And we continue that discussion, but in a a kind of an unstructured way. And uh, the conversation ends up taking all kinds of forms, and it's actually pretty entertaining. Um, that wasn't a planned little promo insert there, but you got one. Anyways, point being, but that was one of the things that we talked about where I said, you know, if somebody that truly cares about you uh, wants to have you in their life, and if you're going to set a boundary and they don't like it, and they choose to take you out of their life because you're setting a boundary um, to protect yourself or for self-respect purposes, and then that means they were not a, they didn't care about you to begin with, or they are a toxic person, or they have their own issues, and it's maybe better not to have them in your life. And so, similar to this, um, and, and, and again, you know, one of the things that, that we talked about is when you kind of go through that boundary setting situation, you're going to lose people in your life sometimes. And so sometimes people fear setting boundaries because they don't want to lose people out of their lives. But again, we have to make a decision. And, and one thing I always say, there's no wrong or right. It, it is up to you, whoever you are, however you want to choose to live your life, who you want to bring close into your life. But all choices have some type of a, a consequence or result. And so in, in this particular case, if you set a boundary or if you decide you're not going to participate in somebody's play, one of the costs of that could be the relationship in general. And a lot of times it's probably a good thing but the part that's painful is even if something is bad you're letting it go and there's pain in that and it's kind of similar to you know I I've talked about the abusive relationship that I was in in episode um, what was it 16 and season 2 I really went into that and shared that whole story and uh, yes it was an abusive relationship and it was bad for me and a lot of bad things happened in there but there's a trauma bonding that goes on in, in those types of relationships. So even if you know it's a bad relationship, even all those things, even though you leave the relationship and you never want to see that person again and you want to heal from it and everything, you still miss that person. You still care about that person. That's the weird thing about these things. So anyways, um, those are some of the f- emotions that I was experiencing when I decided I was going to walk out of this person's play. And, but I will say that at the same time, it was like, there was a level of peace that came over me because I no longer had to 
hold uphold that negativity anymore. I, I, it was like I was able to kind of release it. And it is what it is, you know? And I, I chose to do that because I've committed to healing. And I, I have to hold myself accountable um, to the relationships that I'm going to choose to invest in and participate in and how I want to have those relationships. Um, and again, that's my choice and how I choose to deal with that stuff going forward. So now, fast forward a few months later, here we are to this situation that I'm referring to that just happened. And the dynamic, I realized, it was similar to the other situation. And it's also something that within the last year or so, I started recognizing that, that there was a similarity there. And which is why it was so difficult to sever, let go of that relationship. It, it's, it's this like dynamic that was so strong that existed. And so um, because I, I feel like I really set the boundary on that other one, and that was kind of like the main one where root of a lot of these issues come from, <laughs> it prepared me. And it kind of made me ready for when this betrayal happened, again, by the same person, I was finally, like, I was finally done, you know? I finally was like, I I deserve so much better than this. Like, what am I doing? And, And it wasn't even that. It was like, it was like, I just... Like, I just recognize, like, how much these patterns in our life affect us. And especially if we're not paying attention. Um, and I went through a series of emotions today, you know. I went through sadness and I, I cried. I felt the emotions come up and I felt it in my heart. And I've talked a little bit about chakras with you guys. And we have uh, seven main chakras in our bodies. If you guys are into that stuff, some of you probably aren't, but some a lot of people are nowadays. Um, they're, they're supposedly energy centers. It's an ancient philosophy uh, from thousands of years ago. Uh, the Indians over in India um, believe in this system. Um, Chinese Buddhists believe in this system. The Japanese believe in this system. So it's, it, it's, it's come from, it comes from the Eastern cultures. And if you're into yoga and meditation, uh, they, they talk about this stuff a lot too, uh, about the energy centers. But, you know, you've got seven main chakras, your uh, root chakra, your sacral chakra. Uh, the root chakra is more kind of about survival instincts and things like that and uh, sexual drives and like your basic instincts and the sacral chakra more kind of about nurturing and uh, you know, things like that. That's kind of where your ovaries would be. Uh, your solar plexus is your power center. It's kind of where your diaphragm is. Then you have your heart center. Uh, you've got your throat chakra, uh, responsible for communication. Your third eye chakra, which is, um, you know, kind of like your sixth sense. And your crown chakra, which is kind of like the connection to your enlightenment, I guess. And supposedly we all have all of these different chakras and um, when we go through different things in our lives, happiness, sadness, pains, traumas, tragedies, whatever it is, we have emotions because of those things. And those things can get trapped 
or the traumas or the sadness or the negative things especially they can get trapped in certain parts of our body and if not addressed over time a lot of times we can have a disease because of you know uh, you know those types of emotional stresses and so um balancing the chakras it's a lot about taking the time to heal to emotionally heal and so when i went through this process today um, i've really felt a knot in my heart chakra and i felt just pain there and i was upset and uh, here's the part where i wanted to do this podcast episode it's because in the past throughout my life one of my coping mechanisms to deal with emotional pain has been to not acknowledge it, not sit with it, and to quickly move past it and tell myself, you know, Arza, you're strong, you know, like, you'll, you'll get over this, don't worry. And also to distract myself. And those are coping mechanisms. Um, on the one hand, it's made me super strong and I can deal with and tolerate a lot. Uh, you know, whether it's rejection, whether it's difficult times and, you know, whatnot, those things really do strengthen you. It really just does. But it also, one of the counter um, aspects of it is it does wreak havoc on your emotional well-being, balancing, and those things affect your interpersonal relationships. So I've, uh, as a result of that, one of my issues is, is being able to be vulnerable in a close relationship whether that's with a friend, whether that's with a family member, whether that's with an emotional romantic partner. You know, there's a, there's a defensiveness that has, that's, that's always existed. And that's a protective mechanism, right? Uh, there's, there's this underlying fear of being hurt and whatnot. Over the years, I've been working on changing that. And I have great progress when it comes to that. Uh, so here's a situation where, you know, I'm experiencing this pain. I could revert back to the old way of being, which is to distract myself, pretend I don't feel it, move on from it. Arzo, you're strong. But here's one of the downsides about doing that. When you don't feel the pain, it's hard to learn the lesson. And I needed to really learn the lesson this time. And so I decided, time's up. I'm done with this. I have to feel the pain. And I allowed myself to feel it. And like I said, it came up in my heart chakra. It really came up, not only because of the interactions I've had with this person over the years and playing out in my mind all the betrayals, all the hurts that I've keep forgiving, but it made me really recognize and connect where it truly stemmed from, which was that other original relationship, uh, me being in that play dynamic. And this relationship was the same. It's somebody that um, is, is tor you know, kind of using ways to torture me for a past mistake um, or for being human. And you're never able to gain forgiveness and you're constantly seeking to gain this person's forgiveness or uh, get into their good graces. And this was, a, like I said, it comes from a dynamic from the past, from a different from a different, more very important relationship in my life. And it, it, it hurt me and it made me sad that I perpetuated and created this relationship in a different form. Um, so I had to give myself a little compassion and a little forgiveness. And as I 
let the emotions pass through when I felt them and I felt sad and all kinds of things. And I started to feel it in my sacral chakra, kind of where my ovaries were, you know, you know where the uterus is and whatnot. And it started to ache there, which makes sense. You know, that's where your womb is as a, as a woman. Um, there's, there's a lot of emotional um, feelings that can transpire physically in, in that area, especially if you're really sad or if you're really hurt. And so feeling those and I, you know, I could feel the aching and the, and, and the sensations. I decided to do a meditation and a, like a healing meditation to transmute those uh, feelings. And so I just went, sat outside by water and nature and I love doing the Om chant um, because uh, aside from it being a really important <clears throat> chant in the meditation practices, uh, it is said to be the sound of creation. And that sound, Om, when you do that, it creates a vibration that goes into your body. And anytime I feel anxiety or high stress, I'll sit somewhere quiet and do the Om chant as, as long as I need to. And it really relaxes my body. So here I am feeling this overwhelm in my heart chakra and in my body, just these, you know, the, the pain, I physically feel it. I sat and I just in a quiet place and I just did the Om chant over and over and I'm into crystals. <laughs> I've just recently been talking about this. I've been into them for a long time. I just don't talk about this stuff publicly, uh, but I see everyone else's. So it gave me the courage to, <laughs> to start talking about it too. Um, but uh, I have, I have my stones for that associate with all the different chakras and uh, stones are said to be healing or have healing properties. It may or may not be true. Um, and it, whether it's true uh, or if it's not true, it could also have a great placebo effect. And we all know that placebos are proven to work. Are They're true. <laughs> so whether they do work and have healing properties or whether they don't, it, it, it'll still have some kind of a, a positive and healing effect on you. Um, so I put my sacral, I have different sets of stones and I put my sacral, uh, chakra crystal by my sacral chakra. And I put the one for my heart chakra near my heart and I have larger stones, uh, also associated to those things. And so I held on to my crystals, one in each hand for those two different chakras that I was focusing on. And, you know, I just meditated, I prayed, I prayed, um, and just, asked for the release of the negative emotions and the, um, I guess, compounded, uh, you know, negative emotions that these, you know, that this dynamic has, has created for me that's attracted this type of relationship into my life. And to release those relationships and the connection to them and to release the connection to the pain and to fill in its place love and kindness and connect and uh, compassion. And I made a kind of a statement saying that I deserve positive, healthy, loving, compassionate relationships in my life. And I deserve the types of kindness and relationships that I have with people and I put out into the world. I deserve it back. And, um, you know, it was, it was, um, it was important to say that out loud, uh, to put into the universe, but to also for me to hear it. And for me to feel it in my heart that that's what I want and that's what I deserve. I also said a prayer for the people 
that we're part of this dynamic and that anybody, and I say this a lot, you know, we have so many horrible things that are going on in the world. Some people, yes, they're horrible people. Um, but I, I don't believe in evil in an absolute sense. Um, evil is, you could call someone that commits an act of violence an evil person. But the reality is, is that unhealed trauma in the severest form is violence. So if you think about it like that, anyone that commits an act of violence against a human uh, or a living thing or against the world or against their community, society, it is somebody that is at the ultimate end extreme point of unhealed trauma. And that translates to violence. So it's hard for us to have compassion for people that commit violence because we see the result of their action. And the result of their action is horrible. A lot of times, you know, unfortunately we had what happened in Colorado recently and it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, and I don't know the details of, of that situation and uh, that stuff is never okay. It's never, never. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no way to, to justify, uh, taking those things into your hands and taking away someone's life and harming people on the same note. It is important for us to see these things as symptoms in our society of something greater than just the act itself. We need to look and lift the layers of why these things happen. And it's because people are in pain. Uh, it's because people have unhealed traumas. And so, like I said, these people that I'm referring to, they have not committed acts of violence like that. Um, you know, I use that as an extreme example. But my point is, is that I also have compassion for them. And so part of my uh, prayer and meditation was to help them find healing um, and, and, and to direct them to find their, their healing. Uh, because anybody that inflicts violence, hurt, torture, pain, suffering, meanness, whether it's words, whether it's through actions, whatever it is, there is somebody that is hurting deeply inside. Um, a healthy human would never hurt somebody uh, on purpose or on accident or um, you know, sometimes we do things that we don't mean or we're not paying attention. I'm not talking about that, but I just mean um, healthy people don't hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. So, uh, and just because of that, it also doesn't mean that I'm going to continue allowing myself to be the receptacle of a hurt person's uncontrolled, you know, trauma results. I'm done doing that. So I can still send people compassion from a distance. And that's what I'm choosing to do with these people. I'm no longer going to be in the space to receive uh, the place where their trauma needs to go. These people need to heal. <laughs> it's not my responsibility. It's their responsibility. And uh, I made the decision to separate myself um, and surround myself with goodness, positiveness, positive energy, positive people. And so although... Um, I felt deep pain today. That's how I try to transcend that pain. Um, and I felt better after it. So I let myself sit in it. I let myself acknowledge it. I didn't distract myself. 
and hopefully I won't put myself in that situation again. Definitely when not with not that with that person. Um, sorry, definitely not with hopefully not with a new person. And I hope I don't follow the same pattern with this person. And uh, with what I experienced today and the uh, the little um, tactics I use today <laughs> to kind of go through with it, I feel good about it. I feel good that that chapter is closed for me. Um, and, uh, so many of us go through different types of emotional pain and traumas, and it's important to address them. It's important to look within, um, you know, if you can do it for yourself, there's so many self-help books. If you need the help of a counselor, a therapist, a doctor, a psychologist, a spiritual practitioner, uh, somebody, a member from the religious clergy, whatever works for you, seek solace. Um, we deserve to live lives of happiness, harmony, and being in balance. Uh, so, and, and another thing that I always say, and I post about this all the time, is we talk about changing the world and healing the world and all these things. We're not going to, you know, heal the world until we heal ourselves. And macro change starts with micro change and micro changes us. We don't have control over who's killing who and what wars are going on. But we do have control over how we treat ourselves, how we treat our family, how we treat our community members, our friends, family, neighbors, and children. Let's start there. And through our example, through our healing, it's contagious. Um, and that's how we're going to heal the world. So that's my two cents on all of this stuff. I hope through this little sharing, I helped you guys in some way, gave you some insights. And that's, of course, why I do this to empower you guys, um, to make good choices, to uh, have love and compassion for yourselves through the process of life. Um, so with that said, that wraps this up. Um, and I already told you guys about our clubhouse every Tuesday on clubhouse. Link is in my bio um, on Instagram. My handle is at the Arzo Yusuf. Would love to have you guys join and then we do Instagram live after face to face we see each other and then I save that uh, whole interaction on my Instagram uh, IGTV it's pretty fun um, I've got a few from the last few weeks so if you've got a minute go check them out they're pretty entertaining I have to say um, and other than that please connect with us uh, at the sexy boss babe if you like this episode and this podcast subscribe leave a review and I will definitely listen uh, thank you guys so much for always being such great, loyal listeners. I appreciate you guys and looking forward to connecting. Have a great week. If you like that episode, share it with a friend and subscribe to the Sexy Boss Babe podcast on Apple Podcast so you don't miss out on future great interviews and topics. And leave a review. I promise to read it. <laughs>